What's up, everyone? Thanks for tuning in again. Today's guest is AJ Artist, the head strength coach for the Tennessee Volunteers football team. Just an amazing conversation. I know me and Trevor really enjoyed it. Learned a lot about kind of where he came from, where he started, how he got to where he got to now. And I tell you what, man, he was just a powerful person and powerful message and not giving up and just continuing to go forward and and get to where he's at today. And uh, I hope you guys enjoyed as much as I did. So thanks for listening. And AJ Artist. All right, beautiful. So, and we are live. So we want to welcome on AJ Artist, the director of football sports performance of University of Tennessee. That's right, right? That's the correct title, AJ? Yeah, it is. Glad to have you on, AJ. Thank you. So, yeah, absolutely. So, the biggest thing, you know, that, you know, as our, you know, like you said, we are five to 10 listeners, is uh, we like to talk about making an impact and and kind of understanding people's stories and stuff. So, you know, I know you're from North Carolina, but can you kind of walk us through, you know, your your childhood and and where you got to, you know, what made you choose uh, going to Campbell University to play football and kind of just start kind of from the beginning, I guess? Um, so from the beginning, I uh, grew up in a small town called Eden, North Carolina. Um, it's 30 minutes uh, from Greenville, North Carolina, and then right on the borderline of Martinville, Virginia. Um, so I grew up there uh, my whole life. My parents are from there. Um, went to elementary school, middle school, and high school. Um, and, and Pop Warner, I played football. Uh, I was a running back. Uh, then when I got to middle school, I was kind of like a D lineman, outside linebacker type deal. Mm-hmm. And then my freshman year of high school, I was a linebacker. Um, and then I guess I can say I hit the growth spurt or the my body started to <laughs> actually adjust a little bit after that. Um, and I became a wide receiver. Um, and then that summer, <clears throat> going into my sophomore year, is where I started kind of to develop um, and really thought I had an opportunity to play um, college uh, football. So that happened. Um, my 11th grade year, um, started getting some looks, started getting some offers, and then um, into my senior year. And I chose Campbell um, because I, t- I took a visit to another college that I didn't – it was between that college and Campbell – and I just felt like the, the relationships and what Campbell was building, a fairly new program. I got there in year five. Um, and really the receiver room was all seniors. And we were the next class to kind of take over um, and build something. And I felt like it was an opportunity uh, for me to go with all the other receivers who, who came and signed with me to kind of start something in their receiver room and, and start it up. Hey. Um, so – AJ, if you don't mind me, cut. Uh, were you there when um, when Milton was there, um, linebacker? Um, yes, Milton, he, Milton Brown. Yes, Milton Brown. He's up here in uh, Boston, where I'm at. So that's that's an awesome, awesome connection there. Um, yes. Yeah. 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 I, I, I was there when Milton was there. Nice. Awesome. And did you, when you were coming, you said they had that growth spurt, right? Was there when after you had that growth spurt, and you started, you know, kind of finding finding your path, right, and and kind of seeing that? Were you were you playing other sports at the time too? Did you have a coach that you know, directed you towards, you know, football is, you know, going to be your best opportunity to play at the highest level? Or was there, you know, was it kind of just the, the love for the game? You know, did you, was football your, 
all-time love or did you, you know, love another sport and just were better at football? Well, actually, um, it was um, – I played I, – I, luckily in middle school, middle school I actually wrestled. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, so, yes. So, <laughs> so in middle school I played football and I wrestled, all right? And then so my eighth grade year in middle school, I was undefeated, okay? I was undefeated in wrestling. Wow. So I was beating a local competition. Then we went to this AAU tournament in the summer going into my ninth grade year. So it's competition around like the, the around the around the area that was the best of the best. Mm. I went to the AAU tournament. I got my face dragged in the mat so bad. <laughs> it was so embarrassing. So I, I so luckily I was at I was away at a tournament. So none of my friends like really saw it. No one knew, so, right? <laughs> so I was like, hi. If I get if I get my tail kicked back at school, all my friends see it. Uh, it's not gonna look too good. Right. So actually, my my ninth grade year, I switched from wrestling and I started playing basketball in high school. So I played football, basketball, and I ran track in high school. Wow. And um, wasn't a coach really. I just I just played basketball because all my friends were playing basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, I was decent at it. Uh, I wasn't a I wasn't LeBron James or Carmelo Anthony or anything, but I just played because all my friends were playing. And um, I mean, I was six one, six two, and I, I had enough sense to know that a six one, six two person playing basketball isn't gonna go that far. Right. Um, so, the football was the best avenue for me to kind of um, get an education, you know, mm. uh, and play at the next level. Could you, right. So- AJ, right, um, so like, so after, so you're in that class um, where Milton, you know, is coming in, you know, Campbell's really coming on up and up. I'm a little bit older um, than Paul. I was, I'm the same age as Milton, which is why I love hearing what you're saying right now. Um, and you're coming in. Uh, so like, what was it like? So Campbell's coming up is on the up and up. So what was your vision and goal? You touched on a little bit with like, what was your vision goal like as you came in as a you know as a pretty good wide receiver and um, with a new program such as Campbell's? Um, so so actually Milton was a fifth year senior mm-hmm. when I got there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Milton was a fifth year senior. You're so, old, Trevor. That's what he's telling you. You're <laughs> old. Yeah. So, yeah Milton, Milton was a fifth year senior. So yeah. when I got there, um, it was five receivers there that were all seniors, mm-hmm. Milton and all the line, but it's basically the whole entire team that those seniors started the program. Basically. Right. Okay? right. So they started the program and they had built the foundation of kind of what the program was going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they struggled the first three or four years. Um, they struggled the first three or four years. And then um, that my freshman year and Milton senior year, they actually, we actually had a good season and started turn turn the corner a little bit of the program. Right. All right. So um, my vision was to kind of – I've seen all the seniors and I, I felt like if I go behind those guys and, and I wanted to play right away, but I know that if I didn't play my freshman year, I would definitely play my sophomore year. Right. Um, and, and I kind of seen that. But going into it, was, I think we signed five freshman um, receivers – um, that year, I think myself, Ben Bowling, Darius Carter. Wow. Um, ben Bowling, Darius Carter, uh, Bridges, forgot his first name, um, TJ McGee. Mm. Uh, TJ McGee. We, I think, we, I think that, that was, that was a signing class. So we all, 
we all Jonathan Bridges was the name. Jonathan Bridges. Yeah. I was, th- I was trying Bridges, to think of the name too. Yep, John Bridges. Yep. yep. Jonathan Bridges, um, TJ McGee, uh, TJ McGee, Darius Carter, Ben Bowling, um, and myself. We all came in together as receivers and felt like we could step up and, and take on the next role to be the next kind of senior receiving core at Campbell, you know, after three or four years. Mm. Um, so, that, I mean, that's what I've seen, man. I've seen yeah. but Milton, Milton and that senior class were great leaders. Um, they showed us what it was to lead and showed us what, what it was to 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 build something, you know, because they were there when there was no facilities, right? I, right. I came and I came and they built a new stadium and they built a new weight room. Milton and them had to practice on the other side of campus um, and everything when they first started. So they built the program to where is that today. Awesome. Yeah. And so, I mean, kind of going off that, right? Like obviously just like in any sport and especially at that level, right. There's always ups and downs and, and things like that kind of, you know, what was there, you know, some, what did you ever come through a moment of, you know, uh, you know, trials or whatever, where you were like, man, maybe, maybe this isn't for me. Or were you always locked in? Um, and then also, you know, what kind of got you into, what you're doing now, you know, was it something you kind of always wanted to do or you enjoyed doing it and you liked, you know, what it was able to do for your body and maybe potentially down the road, what it could do for you in a career? Um, so as your first question, it was, um, I never thought about giving up or quitting football, um, in college, right? I knew it was going to be tough and it was going to be hard, but I never really looked at, football as a reason to give up or anything. Mm. I went to college, one, was to get a degree, okay? So Mm. I went to get a degree. So I went with a purpose, um, football or no football, I had to get a degree um, to to set myself up for the rest of my life. Um, So had to get a degree. So football was hard, but it was not discouraging anything. Anything on the football field um, that was happening, I could tune it out and, and go and study um, two or three hours at night and, and actually, you know what I mean, study for a test and stuff. Yeah. So, and is that something that you've always been able to do, you know, even back in high school and kind of separate, you know, life from, you know, at that time, I guess football is kind of your job, right? So have you always been able to do that or is it something you learned as you've gotten older and, and you continue to get better at? So actually, I'll tell you this, my, my freshman year of high school, my freshman year of high school, I really didn't. It's not that I didn't like school. I just didn't give any effort into school, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I was making D's and C's, and uh, I just didn't give any effort. Didn't know. I, I just did. I was I was a young kid. Didn't know. You know what I mean? What school was going to do? Okay. So my older brother, um, Sean Hagwood, he came um, home for a break or something, Thanksgiving or Christmas. I had just got received my final report, my my, uh, my what midterm, whatever deal. The uh, report right. card for the semester. It was on the kitchen table. Um, I was sleeping in bed. He woke me up and said, "What the f is this?" And, was like, <laughs> uh, and, and he, had, he had a talk with me about getting my books and, and learning and all that stuff. All right. So, my, so that's my freshman year. From my sophomore wow. year on to my senior year of high school, I did. I make. I made straight A's all the way through three. Three straight years. Wow. Wow. So that kind of, that talk transferred my mind to like, all right, I got to do this school um, because at the end, school is going to be something bigger. Um, so, yeah, man. So, like I said, my, it, my sophomore year through my senior year, I made straight A's in high school. 
And then when I got to college, I already, I already had like the, the, yeah, the foundation that was already the foundation right? of studying and learning how to do this and coping and all this. Like in high school, I, I played football games and I studied, right? I, I, I did that and I did that in high school. So when I got to college, it was a pretty easy transition, right? People mm-hmm. ask me, mm-hmm. how was college? To me, college wasn't hard to me. Um, right. Just because of the habits that I kind of created in high school, you know? Wow. Yeah, AJ, that's, I mean, hearing that, like, I'm just so floored and awesome to hear, you know, as me and Paul talk about impactful, like, conversations. It seems like, you know, that one conversation, that one turning point, you know, kind of, I, I want to full, put fully on it because, you know, we can talk about our parents and everything, but it kind of seems like that was, you know, the make make or break, I, yeah, the make or break of kind of, like, where you are now, right? That one conversation yeah. that you had with your brother and that in report cards, you know, kind of flipped your whole mindset, right? Yeah, flipped the mindset um, a lot. And then as, as you grow older and, and you see different stuff through high school, and then you see guys you play with in high school that maybe didn't have that conversation, right? They, they didn't have it. So now their grades are bad. They have the talent to go play football or basketball or do something in college, but they don't have the grades to, to qualify. Right. And I think that even goes to, you know, even more, right? I mean, we've all been at that level. I mean, you're still, you know, you're coaching those athletes and everything now where, you know, you see there's a lot of people, you know, in that room that you can look at and say, this dude, you know, he has everything it takes, intangibles, physical abilities, and there's just something either mentally or mental block, right? And that's, you know, something that, you know, a lot of people can't get past. And I know you've seen it, AJ. I know me and Trevor have seen it where there's a guy who you're like, that dude is a much better athlete than me. But, you know, mentally he's just – he can't handle either whatever it may be, the pressure, the school, you know, and maybe he never had that conversation, right? And that's – you know, I'm sure that's a big part of, you know, your job, you know, today too is, is the mental aspect of these athletes, right? Yeah, AJ, yeah. Can, you, yeah, can you talk – I want to get – yeah, can we get – I want to get into that. How, how do you – uh, Paul, that was a great segue. AJ, talk a little bit about that. How do you, you know, mentally as a trainer? Because I've I've always wondered about that. Now that you're, you know, from an athlete, now that you're, you know, in a trainer role, like h- how are you transitioning to that? What are you doing to get into the minds of your athletes, and 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 how are you progressing to those things? Um, Trevor, I'll say, luckily for me, um, I, I'm, I'm fairly young within within the coaching realm okay mm. so i can i can relate to the players on a basis where they can understand me um and i just take everything you 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 pour or give in to other people has been poured and given to you by a coach mm-hmm. your parents or somebody that, that, that you have been in contact with and you use your experiences to kind of mentor people. So stuff that I messed up on in college or, or high school, and I see this one player doing some doing that, I can mentor him on that. Okay. And and my staff is made up of all former college um, football players. Wow. Right? So wow. So five of us in a room with these athletes, one of us has been through that situation before. All right. Mm-hmm. So that's how we kind of we got got to kind of relate, right? If I haven't been through a situation, somebody on my staff has been through that situation, and, and I guide the athlete um, to um, that coach. So our policy is an open door policy. 
our doors are always open to our offices to talk about anything. Why? Because I, we've been to school. We've been to college. We've been a college football player. We have took tests. We've had girlfriends. We've had family problems. Okay. Mm. We, we've kind of been in your shoes. And then what can we do to help you so you won't have to go through the, some of the struggles that, that we went through, you know? Mm, no, yeah. that's no, that's uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's a huge thing. I mean, that's, you know, what you said there is everything that you pour out is something that's important to you by, you know, someone else in your life. I think it's really powerful, right? Because we're all, we're, bo- we're, we're, you know, we're born with, you know, nothing with our bare bottoms, right? So it's like, <laughs> you're, that's a, that's a, I never really thought about it that way. You know, that's all the knowledge that you have is, has been given you. And Trevor talks a lot about, Trevor's a teacher now in Boston. Yes. He talks a lot about, you know, continuing to teach and, and always, you know, everyone has always had a teacher, whether you're Elon Musk, you know, or, you know, Barack Obama, or whoever it is, everyone's always had a teacher, right? So mm-hmm. that's really, you know, that's really interesting. That's a great, a great quote. So, and I want to go ahead and, and keep this linear to this conversation. So getting back to, you know, Campbell, you know, so, so you go through Campbell, uh, you know, you, you learned in high school through, you know, in terms of grades and how to, you know, keep those two things separate and, and, and make good grades. And, and so you graduated with, I'm not sure, which degree did you graduate with? And then kind of what was your next steps and what was your, was what you're doing now your original career path? Or did you have a different idea of what you wanted to do, you know, after graduation? All right. So I, uh, my freshman year actually came to Campbell as an athletic training student. Um, I want, I wanted to do something with medical field, but I didn't, didn't want to be a doctor. Um, I didn't want to be a nurse, so <laughs> athletic athletic training was kind of the next step for me um, to still be around athlete, uh, athletics, but still dealing with the medical side of things, okay? Mm. That was my freshman mm. year, um, but the requirements for athletic training, it kind of don't, um, you, you can't find time around um, your football schedule. It's like right, a certain, it's right. like certain required hours you got to do your freshman year. Me, your sophomore year, and your junior year, and your senior year. So my freshman year, I had to change my major um, because as f- it was like me and uh, Andrew Yost was, was, was in that athletic training deal. Uh, me, Andrew Yost, um, and a couple more athletes were, were in that deal. And we all had to change our majors because they said that we could not take athletic training anymore because of the requirements um, that it took. Okay, so we wow. we couldn't we couldn't fulfill the requirements of hours because of practice and all that stuff. So we all changed hey, our majors. Go ahead. Yeah, I was at, so like, that's crazy that you say that now. Like, so why I, this may be, but this is maybe something crazy. But why didn't you just quit football and go after that dream? Um, it, because fo- football was. Football was there, all right? Mm, and mm-hmm. and I, I changed my major to exercise science, which was not too far off athletic training. Mm-hmm. All right? It was more of a, of a general degree where I could figure it out. All right? I, I was going to do exercise science, feel my way through college, um, and, and figure it out. All right? um, and I'm, I'm kind of glad it happened because I found my way um, through college, you know? So, yeah. Same I to exercise science, um, got through Campbell. Uh, my freshman year, I wanted to be an athletic trainer. Sophomore year was still general, like general education courses. Didn't really know what I wanted to do. I was in this major because I was interested in, in, in the body and, 
and just kind of just learning. And I was, I was going to figure it out my junior and senior year. By that time, I had um, gained – I came into college about 185 pounds, all right? From there, from my senior year in high school, I was about 170, 175. So I gained 10 to 15 pounds going into college. Jeez. Wow. Oh. But, but then, but this is the kicker. By the end of my sophomore year, I was 200. I was 200. And like, You're lying. <laughs> I'm, my, Shut my, my, up. You're lying right I'm serious. Now. I don't, you, you can ask Andrew Carter. My, my I was going to say, so, Carter had you on that, that, that plan, huh? Yeah, so, <laughs> so, so you, you can – by the end of my sophomore year, I was on like the weight loss list because I played wide receiver. So I was like two, two ten, two fifteen, wow. playing playing receiver. And it was right? a good two ten, right? For the people that are listening, yeah, you were good, a good two ten. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so then that really piqued my interest. Mm. How did I, how did how did I turn? How I know I've been lifting these weights and I've been doing these sets and reps and how did a hundred and eighty five pound skinny kid turned into a 215-pound kind of dude. Yeah. So Jeez. that kind of piqued my interest. It was like, what what is the strength coach doing? Like, how did he how did he learn this? Right. How did he learn how to change my body? How did he learn how to put this exercise with this exercise and group this together on these four weeks and then group this next deal, this four weeks and this this uh, phase of the year we're doing this, but in this phase of the year we're doing that. And it just kind of it kind of inter- interested me. Um, I'm interested so thought, now, AJ. I didn't even cut you off, but geez, you went damn. The human body is so fascinating, right? As as you are in this work, right, to be able to do that and 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 just put on that much muscle, and you probably didn't lose like any speed or anything like that, did you? No, nah, not really. Wow, wow. Yeah. For so, those for those um, ten twelve listeners, yeah, putting on putting on weight. And then not losing anything is 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 a feat. <laughs> um, and, and, and my strength coach, um, Andrew Carter, which is Doctor Andrew Carter now, um, he he's very very smart man. That, that's why now he's a doctor. Uh, he was very smart, and him and Mike Striffler knew what they were doing, and um, they kind of trained us. And and I, I say this: we we were Coach Carter's guinea pigs my freshman year. Okay? <laughs> it was he he was. Um, for anybody that is listening and know, um, he was trying this um, APRE training on us. Okay, it's a training method where you kind of hit a, hit a, um, a max rep that week on set four, and you kind of go up set five, and and so on and so forth. Well, he read the the, the study, but he was trying to fine tune it for himself. Mm. So we were doing like APR, like it's called like ten plus. But like when you get to 10, you just keep going and you keep going. So we were back squatting like 315. We'd be at like rep 20 because like we're, because like we're like not failing. So we just kept going and going and going. And like wow. by the time my junior year got here, he fine-tuned his own personal training off that study. And then that's when the, 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 real, the real strength and the real gains come from, right? People mm-hmm. say this. People say in college, I was very strong. I say, you, you must love lifting weights. Huh? <laughs> yeah, no one don't. I, I never right. heard that. I, I say, I say, you enjoy lifting weights until you get strong. I say, what do you mean? I say, every damn day I come in here is a max out effort day because my my weights are just so heavy, you know. So right. 
the, the, you get stronger, but the weight and the, but the weights just keep getting heavier. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's what it is. Basically, one week if I did three fifteen, if I did three fifteen for ten reps, the next week I would have like three thirty, right? And, and, and you know, you you're always competing against yourself, so right. you try to do three thirty like as much as possible. Okay, so say you did that for six, so then off the chart that tells you next week you have three fifty, and you and you try to compete with yourself. So it, it, it was nonstop um, adapting. Your body was adapting to, to, the, to the stress and the load um, that, that, that was placed on you. Um, so that was, that, was my, that was my sophomore year. I was, like I said, I was on a weight loss list at receiver. Um, and then I just got tired of being on a weight loss list. I was like, hey, Coach Carter, like, I'm tired of doing this extra, like walking and running. Like, why? What are we doing? Like, you quit wrestling in, in middle school, so you didn't have to do that anymore. That's what it yeah, was. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, bring bring that back up. I, I'll tell you about my weight loss stories in middle school about that wrestling. It was brutal. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I was like Coach Carter and Coach Minner. Um, I don't want to play receiver anymore. <laughs> I was, I was like, I'm tired of just losing weight. Like. I just want to lift weights and eat and just let me develop into what I'm going to be. So I said, hey, mm-hmm. let me move to tight end, right? Because at, at that time, I was stronger than every tight end on the football team. So I was like, hey, I'll just go play tight end. I'll be fine. So I went from 215 um, that year into like 240. Oh, so, my God. So, so I gained more weight. So then that interested me because now I'm older. Now I'm kind of understanding what we're doing. And now I'm on this this regiment that now like for for the see some people know this some people don't for the first two years at Campbell I ate the same exact thing for breakfast lunch and dinner for two years straight. I I, was, I think and, I remember having that conversation yeah. with you a couple times and I was like I feel like you eat the same thing and you're like yeah that's it same thing every time it's, at, you know. at, at Marshbanks at, at Marshbanks ate the same exact thing. For two years straight, because I was so put on muscle and mass, and and by eating Marshbanks food consistently is uh, a feat in itself. (laughs) Feat, yeah. So it was just I knew that Marshbanks wasn't like the best, right? It had it it was hit or miss, but I knew every morning I could get eggs, I could get potatoes, and I could get um pancakes every morning. All right, and then at, at lunch I knew I could get a sandwich and a salad. And at dinner, I knew I would get a sandwich and a salad. I knew that was going to be the consistent thing I could get every single day, and it wouldn't change the quality right. of bread and the quality of deli meat and the quality of uh, carton potatoes wasn't going to change. So I ate that stuff for two years straight. <laughs> so I did the same thing. So that really it, it kind of molded me and to be disciplined. Um, so now I can relate now to my athletes now that need to gain weight. Coach, what did you do? What What did you do this, right? I, 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 I was so caught up mm-hmm. in the, the process, the process, the process. I would eat that. Oh, talk about it. Speak on and it. And then every night, every every single night, no matter if I was going out on Thursday, no matter if I was going out on Friday or Saturday, every single night before I went to sleep, all right, 11 or 12 o'clock, I had to have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, okay, and a muscle milk protein shake. I used to get scoops of muscle milk from Coach Carter and put it in a Ziploc bag and take it home. I would have two scoops of, wow. of muscle milk with skim milk and a peanut butter and jelly sandwich every single night. 
So I was just infatuated with the process of getting better. How can I do this? How can I challenge myself, right? Always doing that. So going into my senior year, um, I asked Coach Carter, could I intern in the weight room? He let me intern in the weight room. It was myself, Ben Bowling, um, and Jalen Adler. We, mm. we, we, all, mm-hmm. we all interned together with Coach Carter. Um, so I was into it, but I was like, all right. So uh, us three, we used to wake up and go train with the early morning group at 6 a.m. And then went home, took a shower, came back, and kind of interned for the rest of the day. That was our schedule. So now I'm starting to learn from Coach Carter, from Striff, from, uh, from Alex Carnell. I'm starting to learn from all these guys. And, and that summer, we had so much time, man. I still got the flash drive, and We developed so many different training programs. We, de- we developed templates that, that I'm using right now as a director. I, mean, wow. I'm, I'm, I use those templates. I use those, every, I use those programs that we designed. Everything that we went over in the internship was phenomenal. Because it kind of it molded me um, to where I'm at right now. Okay, it, it molded me to where I'm at right now. Um, so played my season, played my season of football my senior year, and then at the end uh, of the season, I, I, I got a um, email that says sign up. I'm about to graduate. Says sign up for grad school at Appalachian State. I show um, Carter and Striff. They said, hey. I think you should really apply for grad school and do this. I, I, I didn't know. I know I wanted to be a strength coach, right? But I didn't know. I didn't want to get out of my comfort zone, okay? Right. I was okay. – Campbell, <laughs> Campbell, was, Campbell was Campbell, right? I, I knew Campbell, right? I grew up in a small town in Eden um, for, for 17 mm-hmm. years. And then I went to a, one more other place, only one other place I ever lived before, which is Campbell. Now that's for the, like, home. I've been here. Now you telling me you want me to move again to go to Boom? Like, or what are we doing? <laughs> so, and, so and was grad school uh, something that you thought might be a possibility when you got to Campbell? Like, I mean, you know, you get that email. Was it something you were like, yeah, I might end up doing grad school? Or you like, I'm getting my four year degree and I'm going to start looking for, you know, a, 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 be an athletic trainer, you know, after that? Well, well, I, I was just, I was just think, I was just using Coach Carter right in strip as a as a tool to helping guide me, right? Mm. Um, right, in, right. In the internship before, in the summertime, they told me this. They said, hey, it's, it was me, like me being in Jalen, and then it was one more, um, it was one more guy, it was one more guy, I forgot his name. He said, it's for you guys here. Only one of you are going to be a graduate assistant. Mm. And we said, what? Wow. That's, is, said, it, oh. is it that, is it really like that, 25%? It is tough, man. He said only one of you will be a graduate assistant. So that always stuck in my mind, like, why? Like, why is that? So right. when I got the email, I seen it. I pushed it off, pushed it off, pushed it off. Say that the deadline was, say, March the 10th or something like that. I didn't apply until March the 11th. <laughs> so the, the, <laughs> the, the, the big, big procrastinator, just like myself. Well, so. well I, I I didn't want to do it, right? I didn't want to leave. Right. I was, but I wanted to say I I tried. I I just didn't get in. I didn't right. You were comfortable right? in your bubble. You were comfortable where you were. So yeah. um, 
March, say the day after the deadline, I applied. <laughs> I had to make a video strip and all that deal. The next day, I got a call from the head strength coach at Latin State. Wow. The next, the very next day. Wow. After that, the very, the day after wow. that, I drove to Boone to see Boone. All right. After that, the whole process was waiting for me to get into grad school. And as soon as I um and as soon as I um got into grad school, they offered me the, the graduate assistant job. And the only reason he said he called me was because we played Appalachian State that year and he remembered me and my name being called and playing on the football field against Appalachian State. It's the only reason he gave me the call the next day. Wow. Wow. One thing, one, one, <laughs> one announcement, one name getting called. What are the odds of that happening? Holy shit. That's, wow. yeah. And so That's, when you, wow. and then so when you went to App, and, you know, this is a, a big step, you know, for, for yourself, you know, just in terms of taking out of your comfort zone, did you feel once you, you know, once you got accepted in and, and you made the decision to go, were you, excited about it were you nervous was it a you know a combination i'm sure it was a combination of a lot of things but was it at how long after being there or maybe never at all were you like i made the right decision you know and you were glad that you did well i i was coaching right i was i was coaching i was coaching i was with the football program i had field hockey to myself and i had golf to myself those were the teams that i was programming for uh, but football, I assisted with. Now, there's a lot that of... That has a very good football program, too. Yep, so. it, it, it was, man. We, we, the first year I was there, we, we won 11 games, I think. Um, so Wow. So I, I was there. Um, and when I got there, it, it was all good, man. I probably I lived in four different places within one month. Oh! There. So it, it, it was... So you really were out your comfort zone then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I really couldn't find any um, a, a stable place to stay. So finally got that locked in, um, and then I kind of just got into the groove. Right now, now, um, now I'm in grad school. Um, now I'm, I'm coaching. Right now, my focus is now on my career. Yeah. Not so much of grad school. Okay. Right. So now I do, I do want to coach, 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 coach. Because man, I already have a four year degree, man. This this grad school deal, man, is like, okay, I'm I'm doing it, but I'm just doing it to coach, you know. Right. And now yeah, when you and so. when you say coach, AJ, are you talking about coaching like as a strength coach or are you talking about coaching on the football field? No, coach as a strength coach. Okay. I just wanted to make sure so everyone was, you know, going the same direction. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. As a strength coach, right? I'm I'm trying I'm trying to perfect my program for my my two teams. I'm trying to assist football in the best way possible. Um, now grad now, now, now in college, now, now I'm not putting as much effort into graduate school as I was undergrad, right? Because mm. now the focus has dramatically changed where I think I can be successful in this career path. Now I got to give my all, um, for this career path. All right. So wow. that, that was, that, that, that was the deal at App State. That, that, that was the, what, and, and go ahead. A, go ahead Asia, can I, I want to ask you, like, so what? What was it? Was it your passion for what you were doing? Was it the, you know, as we as as our 10 and 15 listeners, was it like, I'm about to be done with grad school? I really I'm really fascinated with this part of like, 
what was because we we've touched on it right you didn't go all in when you had to be an athletic trainer right and that you, you maintain where you were at what was what do you think if you can you know reflect on it like what was the thing that made you be like i gotta go all in on this i gotta do, make sure that this is what um you know i'm pushing everything pushing all my chips to um you know what it was after four years of after four years of college and the people that you grew up with in high school, mm-hmm. right? They're still back in your hometown doing the same as that stuff mm. there that you were doing in high school. Mm. Okay. I had the fear of failing. Nice. Right. The fear of failing. I, I couldn't, I couldn't fail. Right. I couldn't, I couldn't fail. I, I had to make something of myself. Wow. I, I, my parents put too much into me to, 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 to just go back to my hometown and just be content with being average, right? I, I don't want to be average. I want to be above average. I want to be above and beyond. And the fear of failure just drove me. Anytime I felt discouraged and when I was in App State or Boone, the fear of going back home, the fear of going back and sleeping in my mom's house, the fear of just going back to my hometown and just being that guy that could have been something, the fear of just failing and being average, that, that, is what, that is what drove me, right? That is what drove me to, 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 to do grad school, to wake up every morning, to coach mm-hmm. those teams, the, mm-hmm. the fear of failing, right? And, and that pushed me and drove me to, to, to be um, kind, of, kind of what I developed, you know? It sounds like, I'm sorry, it just sounds no, like, go ahead. you know, you, you made a great point, AJ, like, when you were making C's and D's, right, and then your brother, you know, or you know, told you that you could do so much better, it sounds like you were like, damn, like, I know I can do better. And now moving forward, you're like, I can become successful. I can do these things. And that fear of, you know, going backwards, right? No, I don't think everyone, no one wants to go back. And that fear of, like, being back to where, how you were your freshman year um, really, really pushed you. So that's awesome and amazing to hear. You know, uh, we, we all need motivation, but it, 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 that, that fear of driving and going back to it was awesome. So awesome. Yeah, man. So so then you you so you're an app and then I, I, I was I was looking at all your stuff. You you went to Duke. You were at Duke for a short period of time before you got to Tennessee. Is that right? Or. Yeah. So um, I, I was in app. I was in app state for um, for, uh, for nine months. All right? okay. So um, it was it was a two it was a two year. Um, internship, uh, not internship, uh, graduate citizenship um, that had a one month break in between. Mm. Uh, during that one month, I decided to intern back in North Carolina at Duke. Right? Wow. So I went and interned at Duke. Um, Boone is a beautiful place. All right? Boone, North Carolina is a beautiful place, but it gets very, very cold. <laughs> um, and uh, and I was it, it, I wasn't used to the cold. I wasn't used to all that that deal. So I was all right. I'm gonna go to Duke, but before I leave Duke, I'm gonna work so hard that they're gonna have to give me a job when I leave. Right. All right? So I went to Duke to intern for a month. After that month, um, after that month, I drove back to Boone. And as soon as I, as soon as I got back to Boone, I got the call from the head strength coach at Duke, Noel Durfee. And he said, "Hey, how, how fast can you get back here? We want you to come back." Whole, but that's and that's you manifested amazing. that the fact that you manifested that, and you you know you went into that. That's powerful. 
you know, just the fact that you were like, I'm going to go here. And, you know, this is what I, and this is what I'm going to accomplish in this month. I, I mean, that's, that, it's, that's powerful, man. That's, that's extremely powerful. Yeah. Cause you, know? you could have done nothing. You could have just said like, it's a one month I've been working, like I'm going to make a chill, but like you literally, yeah, Paul, I mean, that's, that's, that's amazing to think about. Yeah. So sorry to cut you off, but yeah. Are you good? Um, and then, so I went to Duke, got back. Uh, but the kicker was, I was one year into my um, GA ship, and I wasn't going to let that go to waste. Um, so we had to figure out. Uh, I told Coach Durfee that we had to figure out um, if I can complete grad school remotely um, through the computer or not. Uh, so I talked to the counselors, the deans, and stuff, and they. Um, finally approved me to finish grad school online. Okay, so it was kind of, it's kind of you know everybody's online right now with the yeah. whole <laughs> But at the time, right at the time, it was a time, big. I, it, it, it wasn't Zoom, right? But she, they, they just put the PowerPoints online for me, and I kind of went through it and took the test. You know, so yeah. my, my, but but the first year was the hardest year, and the second year was kind of you kind of molding there, you kind of getting it right until you're directly. Uh, your, your career path and and all that good deal. So I had to get, get the confirmation first. So I got that confirmation and then I um, accepted the job at uh, at Duke. Went to Duke. I was at Duke for two and a half years. It, it was two and a half, uh, two full football seasons, um, two full football seasons at Duke. Um, and then after Duke, I, it's lucky story here. I, I tore my ACL while while I worked at Duke. Okay. Wow. I was I was playing flag football on a Sunday afternoon in the park in Raleigh, and I went to make a cut and I tore my ACL. I said okay, I tore my ACL. I never got hurt in college, so got tore my ACL on a Sunday. Got evaluated or whatever. Devastating. Uh, yep. So on that Wednesday, uh, on that Wednesday, I got a phone call. Um, Wednesday night, I got a phone call from uh, one of the buddy I worked with at App State named Byron Gerardo. He said, hey, um, my head strength coach in college, Craig Fitzgerald, he uh, has accepted a job for the University of Tennessee, and we're looking for one more person. Do you want to come? I said, yeah. I said, yeah, I want to come. So Thursday morning, um, Craig Fitzgerald calls me, and I accept the job at Tennessee. Wow, and you were That's ready it. to just go to and I, and I. To me, this just is kind of you know mind blowing, and so it shows in just a short period of time how how much you know someone can grow because you know that going to Boone for you you know was a big <laughs> deal, and then you know you immediately when you get that phone call, you're ready to go to Knoxville. You know, you're just like, yep, this is what I want to do. Yeah. You know? So, um, so Creative Fitzgerald said, "Hey, can you be here tomorrow?" I said, mm. I said, I said, I can't be there tomorrow. He said, why? He said, I tore my, AC, I tore my ACL and my, uh, my, my surgery is scheduled for Friday morning. Um, but I will be there Sunday morning. He said, cool. So had my ACL procedure on Friday. Um, I did a day of rehab on Saturday. I got in the car and I drove from. You're lying. I got in the car and drove from Durham, North Carolina to Knoxville, Tennessee on Sunday. For all uh, the people the out there that, that want to complain about shit, <laughs> <laughs> bruh, that, get a surgery on Friday and then drove all the way from Boone to Tennessee on a Sunday. Wow, you got some mental fortitude, my guy. Jeez. Surgery's yeah, um, no joke. 
Yep. So um, that was my trip to 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 Knoxville. Um, so we were here for and, and, and another thing I do want to say is you got to treat the janitor like the CEO, right? Mm-hmm. Because you never know who can help you in your life. You never mm-hmm. know where people will be at. Uh, so me and Byron Jared worked together at Appalachian State, and he got the job at Tennessee, and we were so tight, and I treated him with such respect, and we, we respected and trusted each other so much that he made that phone call for me to get me, at, um, get me to Tennessee, okay? Now, fast forward we, two years later, we are – we are going through two seasons. We have first season was, was kind of bumpy. Uh, second season, we get, get getting better. Um, in the second season, um, now we're kind of into spring of 2020. And um, we, we go through January, February. I'm, I'm, I'm set to get married in March. All right. So get married. I, I get married the weekend before the, the pandemic really hits um, the U.S. Congratulations, um, by the way. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Crazy, um, and AJ, mad. that I don't want to cut you off, but you know what? I just this is a weird thing that just happened. I got engaged that fairy weekend. <laughs> uh, so my so so my my wedding was March the fourteenth. Yeah, so my birthday is March tenth, and I asked my wife to marry me on March the th- on March twelfth. <laughs> Good deal, <laughs> man. So, um, so that was that. So actually, we so I went 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 to to Florida where we got married at. Um, set to get married. We were, we were supposed to go to Greece on that Sunday. Um, I was still I was still trying to go. I was contemplating it, right? The, the travel ban. I could still go, but how would I get back? All that. Deal. So we decided. <laughs> so, so we decided to to cancel our honeymoon. Um, so I was like, hey, let's just stay in Florida for a few days. Um, few days. So one day turned to two, two turned to three. Then on the fourth day, got a phone. I took a shower. Got a, at a hotel. Got a phone call from Craig Fitzgerald, my boss at the time. He said, hey, sit down. I said, all right, what's going on? He was like, you are now the head strength coach at University of Tennessee. Oh. I, said, I, said, I said, what are you talking about? He was like, I just took the job at the New York Giants, and I have um, told coach, uh, the head coach at Tennessee that you are – going to take over you're going to if you need anything right now aj's your go-to guy so that was um the phone call i got i said all right so I, me and my wife <laughs> packed the bag and i drove from i drove from um tampa i was in tampa florida I drove from tampa to knoxville that that day so i'm not officially a head strength coach i'm kind of the interim guy right i'm, I'm the interim guy over the pandemic right? yeah now what's the next step how can we how can we get you know, you know what I mean continue to build these athletes while they're at home while everybody's kind of away quarantine? What can we do? Right. Um over the course of the months, we, we kind of built me and me and the head coach built a relationship. Um and, and we kind of put some ideas together about how um to do things. And I was officially named as head strength coach June. I want to say end of May, early June. Um, Congratulations. Appreciate it. So that is that that is that is from Campbell um to Tennessee. Wow. Kind of how everything um came together. Happened, you know? That's yeah. incredible, man. That's just a and such a short period of time too, you know, and just a five year period of time, really. You know, you've done you know, you, you know, you could talk to someone else and they could tell that same story over a twenty five year period of time, right? As whereas you've done that in 
in five years. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable, you know, and in terms of, I just have a couple questions that I, you know, kind of, you know, and then, you know, I know you got to get out of here, but the, one of the things I was thinking about, you know, you were coming up and you were saying when you were at app, you know, you were, you know, you were helping the football team, but you were, you had a couple other teams that you were really working on. Did that, and I'm sure at Campbell and you're an intern and everything else is, was that something that you see in, that has helped you, you know, in putting in new, you know, strength plans and learning and in terms of for the football team and then how difficult or how different was it, you know, for different sports in terms of, you know, what they needed to do to, to become stronger and what they were doing? Well, at Campbell, I, I interned, right? I, I wasn't, I wasn't um, the, the director of any, anything there, right? So at right. Campbell, I interned, so I worked with different sports. But when I was at App State, I assisted with football, but I had golf and field hockey. And with golf and field hockey, I was the head strength coach, okay? So now I get to write my own programs. Yeah. I, get to, I get to mess up, right? Because I'm still, I'm a, I'm a graduate assistant. I'm still learning. Right. I get to mess up and in, in, in how I, I, I take my, my failure and I make it a success as far as, mm. far as, far as training athletes. What I did this four weeks didn't work. How can I improve it the next four weeks? Okay. If I improve it, how can I keep improving that? How can I keep improving that program? So it taught you how to program. It taught you how to do different things. That, 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 those experiences as a, as a head strength coach for those teams molded me to what I am now, right? I still have those. I still have those. Pro- Actually, last week I was showing my interns um, the program for field hockey at App State that I used to write. I said, hey, look at this. You see this right here? This is the, the, one of the first programs that I ever wrote um, I ever wrote um, for a team. Wow. And it, it was, I still have all those files. Every workout that I did at Campbell, I still have, okay? Uh, Coach Carter gave us a, a sheet of paper, and, and, and we stapled it every week. And at the end of the phase, I said, Coach, can I take these home? And I, I still have every single workout I did from day one to day whatever, uh, from year one to year four, at Campbell, and why do I still have those? Yes, that was my next question. And I was like, "Why did you fucking keep these things?" <laughs> <laughs> so it's just a, it's a, to me, it's a. I never want to forget where I came from. Mm. Okay, mm. so those workouts shaped and molded me to actually start learning about the body, learning how to train, learning. Looking back, when I was at when I was at when I was the head strength coach for the field hockey team, looking back at those workouts and like, hey, why did Coach Carter do? I see Coach Carter got this and this there. Why did he do that? Mm-hmm. And then re and then researching it and finding out the reason why, mm-hmm. and just keep on progressing. Right? You you can you can uh, to me you can never stay same. You always have to to, to progress. Right. No matter if, if you go undefeated in the season, you have to figure out how can you get better. If you mm-hmm. don't get better, somebody else is getting better and they're going to surpass you. So how can you always elevate? Right. People always after a win, I still have the same look on my face. Like I'm just like, OK, what was it's a win? I just want to get better. Right. What, mm-hmm. Where can we where can we get better? Where can we get better? Um, when you have success, right, and, and, and that was a deal. I just wanted to keep growing um, in, in that area. Yeah, I mean that's. And then the last question, you, I think you, I mean, you basically kind of touched on it there. I'm sure it's, you know it's very similar answer, but you know we, you know, like 
Trevor was saying, you know, the name of the convers or the podcast is Impactful Conversations, right? And you went through a multitude of those that have yeah. impacted your life and the different people and, and just different steps and, and things like that. And then through, through your own mental fortitude and, and determination. But, you know, is there, you know, and you don't have to narrow it down to one person if you don't want to, but is, is there a person that, you know, has, has impacted you to a point where, you know, they, they are, you know, almost an inspiration to you, you know, what is your inspiration is. And then to what, what continues to inspire you and do you think is going to continue to inspire you, you know, going forward in your career? Like I said, you kind of touched on a lot of that stuff just now, but is, if there's anything else you wanted to add. Um, I can't pinpoint it to one person. Okay. Uh, but my parents to start off with, um, my high school strength coach named Coach Woods, he developed the, I guess, the the training in me. He taught me how to start lifting weights, and it was an old school method, but we just got on the barbell, started squatting and deadlifting and stuff like that. Um, that was that deal. Um, and then, you know, coaches in college, Coach Carter, Coach Minner, Coach Striff, and then this. Just a lot of people along the way. I can't pinpoint the one person. <laughs> right, of course. A, a of lot course. of people that I've came in contact with uh, along the way. It's um, but go ahead. No, I was just saying, AJ. It's it's really interesting, you know. Um, thinking when you start really thinking about the things, and this is this podcast, right? All the and as you alluded to, like all the little people along the way that have gotten to where you are. It it kind of makes you really grateful for those people, right? And and that's why me and Paul started this as well. It's like. We're just normal people and normal guys, but like, there's also many people, just like you just mentioned, that have a- allowed all of us to get to where we're at and, and elevated us. And I-, I think that's we that's too far remiss. Is that sometimes, you know, you did all this on your own as well. You, you had to get the fortitude to do everything as well. But we also, it's also good to remember that there are these little people along, not little people, but there are people along the way you know, that are helping you and guiding you. So that it's pretty cool to, to kind of think about those things. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, well, yeah. Well, I was say, what, what, insp- what continues to inspire you? And then also, yeah. you know, what would you tell, you know, the other AJ artists out there nice, that Paul. haven't made Good. it yet? And yeah. then that, you know, what was, is your advice to those guys and, or girls? Um, first thing is, is what continues to drive me fear of failure. Mm, I'm yep. still, I'm still that kid that, if I don't continue to progress right now, I'll still be that kid going back to my mom's house and my dad's house in, mm-hmm. in Eden, North Carolina. The fear of failure, right? The fear of going back, um, not, not saying going back is a bad thing, but just going back not under my own um, wanting to go back. You know what I mean? If I, if I took right. a job there to go back, but just going back, the fear of failure, like if everything crashed down today, I'll just go back um, to Eden, North Carolina. The fear of failure continues to drive me each and every day because there's somebody else that wants to be um, the head strength at Tennessee. There's somebody mm-hmm. else that, that, that wants my job. How can I keep on progressing day in and day out? Don't take my foot off the pedal. Continue to progress and develop and, and build relationships to, to elevate. Um, mm-hmm. And then a, a young AJ artist, I would tell him, um, don't listen to what people tell you cannot do. Um, I had a, I had a high school football coach to say, you would never play. Um, you would never play um, college football. Did it for four years. Um, I had a coach tell me one time, you may you 
I don't think you're going to be a strength coach. Um, now I'm the head strength coach of Tennessee mm. um, in the SEC. Um, don't ever listen to anybody that says anything negative to you. Um, something I tell my players every day, day by day, rep by rep. And what that means is you take each day, each day at a time, one day at a time, everything that comes at you, you attack that one, that one deal situation, okay? In the weight room, day by day, rep by rep. When you come in the weight room, it's a different day. It's a different set. Treat each rep like it's your last rep. Wow. Don't ever give up. Keep driving. And, and the future is bright, man. Just keep pushing and never give up. Wow, man. That's that's incredibly powerful. That's that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, thank you, AJ, especially in these times. You know, yeah. I think that's 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 a great, great there there. So go ahead, yeah. Paul Sar. Yeah, no, I mean that was I mean, unless Trevor, if you had any more questions, you know, I was just gonna say that, you know, we I know Trevor does and I really appreciate it. I think everyone's listening to this is definitely learn something and understand, you know, kind of just, you know, I think a lot of people get caught up in, in, you know, five years is, you know, a short period of time or a long period of time. And just, you know, just through your conversations and touching everyone and, and what you can do in, in five years time. And I, you know, I think it's a really powerful conversation. I can't wait to go back and you know listen to it for myself and take more from it. And, you know, we hope to uh, have you on again uh, sometime soon, man. Or, or, so. and, 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 and one thing I want to put down before, before you leave is, the, like you said, five years down the road. Okay. So Coach Carter and Coach Drift, my German internship gave us a five-year plan. All right. You write down each step of the way. Okay. In year five, I wrote down, I want to be the head strength coach. Okay. Mm. I, I did it in year six, but I looked at my goals every single day. And was I doing something that day uh, to help me get to my goals that I wanted year one, year two, year three, year four, year five? All right, just keep on chasing your goals, chasing your dream. But you have to have a plan, right? You got to you taking it day by day, rep by rep. But you also have to 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 have a bigger picture, but focus on that day that the present day that you're in that's building you, building you for year one, building you, building you for year two, and so on and so forth. Shit, AJ, you got me motivated. I'm gonna have to go right on my uh, board I know, for a me bunch too. of stuff now. You're, <laughs> hey, all the listeners out there, he's challenging you. You know, you got a goal, put it out there. Know what you're going for. That's awesome, man. I I really appreciate you doing this, man. Yes, I know Trevor thank you. does. Thank you so much, AJ. It's been awesome. Um, so if there's if everybody's good, I'm gonna we're gonna go head out and uh, look forward to talking to you again soon, AJ. Appreciate it and uh, yeah, peace good, out, everybody. Yeah, and good luck uh, at Tennessee this year, AJ. Um, and hopefully, right, thank y'all for having me, man. Absolutely, have a good one. Cool. You too. Bye. All right, so.